Hey everybody, Courtney Smith here with our August 14th edition of Courtney Smith's Wall Street Winners, our 26th anniversary. God, it's been that long? Seems like just yesterday. What can I say? And this never gets old. All right, some conflicting indicators this week. So let's take a look right here. One of the things uh, we, you can see that we may, went to new all-time highs. You can see that the purple predictor skyrocketed up there, became very bullish. And last week we talked about a, you know, that we expected a two or three day a dip in the market and we did not get that. So the market just exploded past the momentum divergence and kept on going. Same thing in the Dow, same thing in the NASDAQ. Here we can see that in the upper, in the red box in the upper right hand corner, we can see the little green line has moved significantly above the little red line. Green line is buying pressure, red line is selling pressure. And the black line is confirming, that's the ADX itself. And it says that we're in a trending market and that trend is obviously higher. NASDAQ, the purple predictor was already in good shape and it stayed in good shape but the nasdaq didn't make a new all-time high so we're back to the reflation trade you'll see in some of our other charts that the, the inflationary biden boom theme is back in action it's like we go boom to bust to boom to bust this week it was boom now our seasonality indicator remains neutral we're in the neutral part of the year and we'll remain there until September at the earliest, October would be the normal time. So the stock market itself, seasonally neutral. But the Utes, we got long the Utes, as I told you we would if we broke above that red line. We're now long utility stocks. Nice. Now, we said at the beginning of the year that there was two potential scenarios, either the purple line or the red line. The purple line is first year of a Democratic president. The red line is a post-election year after an incumbent loss. Now, so far this year, as we keep making new all-time highs, it looks like the purple line is the best fit. And as you can see during the coming couple of weeks here, we should see choppy but somewhat higher prices. Gosh, it seems like we've said that almost the whole year, but there you go, looks pretty good. Even in this seasonally, what normally is a seasonally bearish period, we keep grinding higher, then we have a little bit of a dip late in September, rally, dip, and then a big nice move here in November. So looks like, generally speaking, from now until the end of the year, bullish, but grinding, not explosive at all. But what was explosive was asset allocation. This move to new all-time highs came as people sold bonds and moved their money into the stock market. The stock market risk decator came down. So what happened was is that they took money out of the bond market, which is ultra conservative. They put it into the stock market, but they didn't want those NASDAQ stocks. So our risk decator went down. They wanted those economically interest rate sensitive stocks that are in the Dow and to and the S&P rather than the high flying growth stocks of the NASDAQ. And you can see that, I mean, hey, our indicators here work perfectly, okay, perfectly. Global shares moved to new all-time highs just barely, but the U.S. is leading the way. 
We also saw the yield curve bounce up in a more positive direction. We want this indicator to go up. We want it to get more positive instead of what's been going on for the last four or five months where it's been getting more negative. We want it to go up. Now, bonds. You can see bonds were sold viciously through the whole week. Big gap down. Then down, then down, then down, then down, then down, but then gap up on Friday. So we're going to have to see exactly what's going to happen going forward. This, this is a pretty big move. Don't see a lot of volume, so that would suggest it'll be short-lived. But our bond key factors are kind of trending down. In other words, lower interest rates, higher prices. The blue line here, collapsing, that's 10-year treasuries in Germany gold still under pressure but the crb still keeps chugging higher dollar was really doing quite nicely all week long until friday and then when the bonds when bond yields drop the dollar dropped and we never made a new high up here so it looks like we're going to be into this big consolidation zone here for a while. It's boring. But if the dollar goes down, then gold shoots back up. But this is still a bear market. This is still a piece of garbage. You don't want to be long gold right now. I tried. I came out with my gold thesis. So far, it's been wrong. It's not too late to be right. But we have to wait and buy when it breaks above these highs up here at around 19, uh, 1840. If we break those two highs up there, then I'll think about putting back on the longs because the thesis that I outlined in our special gold report was solid. It's solid. It was good research, innovative research. You've never seen anything like it before in your lives. But we have to do what the market tells us what to do. Not that we think we're so smart. Even if we're smart, you can't make money unless you do what the market tells you to do. Our gold indicators kind of bouncing up a little bit, bouncing up a little bit, bouncing up a little bit. Too early to say that they're bullish, but let's just call it neutral. Crude oil also rebounded. But what we're seeing is, is that the weakening economy is leading to ideas that the demand for oil is going down at the same time that supply is going up by 400,000 barrels a day. So that's why oil's under pressure here. But the big key thing is, I just said earlier in this presentation that the Biden boom was back, but it's interesting. I think what's really happening is the market's doing a double shuffle. In other words, what they're doing is they're saying, oh, the economy was weakening, weakening there for a while, but that means the Fed's going to come back in. They're going to leave interest rates super low. They're going to pump more money. But listen, we put out a, a, a special report in the middle of last week where we showed how the Fed was tightening. So there's a lot of conflicting cross currents going on here. Well, what about Bitcoin? Told you to be long? That would have made you money last week. Would have made you about three, dollars $4,000 per Bitcoin. That's not so bad. Got to remain long right now. Purple predictors leading higher. We broke out above the 55-day high. So have to be long Bitcoin right now. Okay, freebies, thank you. Fully paid up members, hold on just a second. And freebies, listen, if you want to know about all the techniques that we use, go to sss2021.com. I teach a very inexpensive video course called Stock Success School. 
It tells you the four major things you need to know to be a success in the stock market. Number one, the psychology of trading. That's the hard part. Number two, risk management. That's the second most important thing. Then I teach you how to pick stock rockets. And number four, I teach you techniques to tell you when exactly to get in and when exactly to get out. So go to SSS 2021 and check it out.